Hello and welcome to Move the Line Prop Drop Show presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Ryan Noonan back to talk about the best way and the most profitable way to bet on NFL football and that is through player props live here 2 p.m. Eastern every Friday on our 4 for 4 Bets YouTube channel giving out our favorite player props of the week and taking your questions. So if you're hanging out with us now on YouTube, we appreciate it. Jump in the chat. Let us know what your favorite prop look is for week eight. Also, if you want our thoughts on a play, feel free to ask uh, something that you're considering. Full slate, 16 games, no buy. So lots of meat on the bone here in week eight. Jump in the chat. Let us know what you like. If you're hanging out as well, take a minute, subscribe to the channel, hit us with a thumbs up, a like. All those things go a very long way in helping support the content that we're doing here at 444. We appreciate that greatly. Uh, YouTube is the way to go. Uh, if you want to get the best of the number, podcasts will be available here in your podcast feeds on Friday evenings as well. Subscribe to both. Don't miss a show. Check them both out. Uh, share them with your friends. Look, this isn't this isn't fantasy football. We're not competing with your buddies in this. Like you want to win your bets together. Like this is community. Let's build bridges here. Share the show. Share the plays. Get people over here. Uh, winning as a community is fun. We appreciate that. Joining me here as always in this spot, Connor Allen. What's going on, buddy? Another day, another week to win some more money. Uh, we had a nice Thursday night slate there, a little two-in-one action on my end. Um, overall, it was solid. It seemed like Dalton Kincaid was like inevitable, you know, like a little bit of a slow start there. Didn't do much, but then, you know, it was just it was just inevitable that he was going to go over his prop. So it was a, a solid start to the week. Can't complain about profit. Yeah, good start for sure. Uh, also, obviously joining us here is our friend from Odds Jam, also on Twitter, at Slop Rules. It is the man himself, John Highslop. Slop, how are we doing today, buddy? Uh, just living the dream. Nice little sweep last night on a couple overs, Connor. It was awesome. <laughs> Dalton, what did you have? Did you have the yards or receptions? I had yards. We got in early, nice and early at 37 and a half um, on Kincaid over yards. And then we had a nice, beautiful under on Rashad White. I mean, had to, you know, of course. Mm. Um, but the loss was on an over on Latavius Murray. I mean, it's that was a brutal uh, – I feel like that could have easily gone our way. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, no, I watched the first half maybe. Like, I mean, I watched the whole game, but like but like bowling night, you know how it goes. And before you know you're drinking and stuff. And once Kincaid cashed, it was like early third quarter. I was like, all right, I'm pretty much done with this game. So, I had Allen's over in yards. But, um, yeah, under though, man. Jesus Christ. That was yeah, a fun I was game at over. You could take except for Evans. Other than that, like pretty much. I mean, Brashad White sucks. Like, how are you gonna bet an over? I mean, like, yeah, no, I wouldn't bet it's awesome. That's what I'm saying. It's he a no blows. bet at that point. You're just like, you know what? I'm out. <laughs> yeah, this guy's dead to me. I'm not gonna wish he goes under though. But, well, you know. Shout out to our buddy Eric uh, Capwise who hit the Rashad White over 12 and a half longest rush. And under 46 and a half rushing yards total. Just a wow, wow, absolute uh, lovely a spot to be. Move. Uh, found <laughs> it using our, our, our prop tool here at 444. So good stuff. First time using it. Uh, a great resource that we have on the site where it pulls in our projections uh, and pulls in the you know best numbers from the books. You can just kind of get a sense of it right there. And uh, if nothing else, it can lead you to like, hey, let's let me do a little bit more research on this. It's not like it's something I would say, hey, blind bet these no matter what. But it's like, all right, this is popping a little bit. Let me do a little bit of follow-up homework on it. And, uh, you know, it can lead you there. A little bit of a, a wild middle, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, white, garbage, and nice little spot for uh, for our buddy Capwise there. So good stuff. So um, 
Reminder, this is our second episode of Move the Line each week. We have uh, a Wednesday show on uh, 3 p.m. Eastern with uh, Clark, Sharp Clark, our, uh, and Connor and myself. Clark is an absolute beast taking on sides and totals uh, in the NFL and, you know, originating lines and doing stuff that no one else really wants to do, uh, you know, in addition to the prop drop here on Fridays. Grab the betting sub. You want to get the tool that we just talked about? You want to get the official plays that we have here from 4 for 4? Betting sub is the way to do it. Uh, if you get the betting subscription, you get access to everything. So if you're like, hey, I still like to play season long. I play DFS. You know, I want all the other stuff. The betting sub is like the top tier, meaning you get everything that comes along with it. We've already discounted it because we're into week eight. We have a promo code available to you. Prop drop, name of the show. Gets you an additional 25% off of an already dis- discounted sub. Again, access to the Discord. We're firing NBA bets. Shout out to Kevin O'Brien. Kevin uh, is you know leading our NBA team this year. 4-0 last night. We had a ladder in there as well. Absolutely killing it to start. That comes with everything. So it's not just an NFL betting subscription. You get you know betting that you know for everything that we do. Uh, take advantage of that. If you're still you know grinding your season long league, you want you know rankings, waivers, projections, all that stuff. TJ and, and John Daigle still absolutely killing it in DFS. Uh, get access to everything that we do there. So check it out. 444.com slash plans promo code prop drop for an extra 25% off. It's the way to go for sure. All right, uh, Connor, I'm going to give you the floor first. Live lines, these are all available right now for you to bet on. No stale bread here. We want to make sure that everyone can tail and get in here uh, as close to as possible as we can. Uh, Connor, week eight, yeah, for us. We don't normally start the show like this, but we're going – okay, so we just got some news here. Matt LaFleur on Aaron Jones, who has no injury designation. We're still going to be smart with him. I don't think he's 100% by any stretch. Aaron Jones, it's pulled in most shops, but a builder uh, and some other spots, still 42 and a half rushing yards. Gets a Minnesota run defense. He's actually been playing really well. I'm I'm hammering it. I'm I'm putting some money on it. So for anyone who has that, uh, I think it's worth a look here because I mean, I think he's way better than AJ Dillon, but if he's not healthy, they're not going to use him very much. So uh, you know, popping that off, a couple of suckers in there first, and then we'll uh I'll get going here. So, all right. First official bet, though. It's a good one, though. I like it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I it wasn't going to be around by the time we got to the end of the show. So, I'm sure that's going to be pulled from basically everywhere here in a second. Um, okay. First official bet. <clears throat> We're going to go with Deonta Foreman under 48 and a half rushing yards. is in FanDuel right now. Um, <laughs> I think this is – I know. We're starting this off with an under. Uh, but I had to talk about this one specifically <laughs> – because um, John Paulson said that he does not like it as well. Um, and so it seems like everyone hates unders, and I understand that. But if we think about – So wait, what size does Paulson like? Paulson like your side, or does he like the other side? He likes the other side. Yeah. Paulson has an I like interesting your side. comment in the chat. It's weird seeing Noonan be nice to people. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate oh that, Paulson. Yeah, it's amazing. That's what Paulson. I just want to be on the opposite side of Paulson here. So I like Connor's side here quite a bit. Give my stamp of approval. Well, just hear me out. Uh, Maybe I can change Paulson's mind. So his foreman stat lines obviously have been really solid the last two weeks as the lead back, but Darrington Evans has still been really involved. He's seen 10 and 15 touches the past two weeks. Now the bears are eight and a half, 100 dogs against the chargers. Roshan Johnson returned. And if we remember, if we remember back to the beginning of the season, Roshan Johnson, it took him one week to pass, uh, Deonta Foreman on the depth chart. Deonta Foreman was a healthy scratch for multiple weeks because he was just not used at all. Like, yeah, sure, he's played well, but I think that we're going to see Roshan Johnson, who's coming off of a was a concussion, right? Like, it's not even like a it's not an injury that you need to like work back from. Once you're good, like you're good. 
And so I think we're going to see probably plenty of Roshan here. I mean, Foreman's still going to be involved, but then on top of this, you have a Chargers run defense that's been like at least average this year. Normally they've been horrible the last few years. This year, 17, the rushing success rate, just 3.6 yards per carry allowed to posing running backs, playing as underdogs. Like, I think this line is way too high. Like, I mean, especially if Roshan is like the 1A by chance, which again, I think is like very much in the range of outcomes here. So, and even if Foreman is the 1A to the 1B, again, like I think that's, that's what's being priced into this number right here. So 48 and a half, 45 and a half elsewhere, I think is a pretty solid look. I know Slop hates it, but uh, I think it could be fun. Well, I mean, Foreman played well enough, I think, to earn himself a little bit of playing time. But for I, sure. I think you're yeah. accounting for that here and there and that as well. So, yeah, the thing that was interesting, too, is, uh, you know, Tyson Bajant, like, like a two-yard A dot, uh, was, like, checking down so quick, just trying to get the ball out of his hand really quick. And I do think that Roshan is a much better receiving back too. So that would be a path that I would maybe explore in here too. Um, you know, so, so you can, we can do this the other way. If you want to have like a positive outlook on Roshan, maybe instead of talking about the uh, oh, Foreman under. Yeah, instead of just like dogging out Connor's back. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, here's the thing. Like the Chargers could boat race these guys. Like, I mean, like I know the, Bears just beat the Raiders last week, but uh, I think it was Cole Komet came out and said that they must have been jet lagged or something. They weren't the same team that they saw on film, something like that. So, and I watched that game. Unfortunately, I had Michael Mayer. So, yeah, the Raiders looked horrible. I don't know if the Bears are good. I mean, because the Bears, like, I don't know if you guys watched that game, but they like they won it handily. And it's like, oh, look at these Bears. Like, dude, they're still bad. They're, they're not good. So, he could get game scripted out like very soon. So then there's always yep. that option too. Look at that. Slop finding outs for unders. I mean, this is great. I feel like we're, you know, it's we're making no progress bad. here. By the end of the season, all I want is one under from you, Slop. Just one. What do we think? Maybe. Maybe. There's a strong maybe. <laughs> it would have been know. a hard no in week one, so I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, if I like, we'll have like a bet maybe at some point that like if this bet loses, I will find an under. I'll make sure that bet doesn't lose. So there's that. <laughs> that's um, it. You know, that's the, the times in the past when you've played unders, I think has been like, you know, similar to the news breaking stuff that Connor even had at the top with Aaron Jones. So yeah, I don't, uh, I, I, Hey, look, there's a big old board. You don't have to bet everything, you know? So no. you gotta find the, find your lane, find what you like. And just that's move. what you like. Do it. Hit it. So, all right, slop. Uh, Connor, do you have something else you want to add? Look like you had something. Just quick question there. Yeah. Or we had a quick question in the chat. Uh, what is builder? Uh, you said someone said I'm new, still new to prop. So prop builder is basically like uh, I don't know, like a portal basically attached to like bet online and multiple local bookies and things like that, where usually they have all the props up, but they take like significant amounts of money usually. So like, you know, I have a couple with five hundred dollar maxes, a couple with three hundred and fifty dollar maxes. So like Obviously, most people complain that they can't get down enough money on props. This is a good way to be able to get down basically however much you want for 99.9% of people. Uh, so if, you know, not everyone has access to that, but you can get that through some offshores if you don't have a, a local that you can use as well. Yeah, it's another out uh, to help keep you keep you moving here. All right, Slop, floor's yours, buddy. Uh, eight, week eight, uh, first play from Slop. What do you got? I'm going to go Derek Carr over... 235 and a half passing yards. Looks like minus 115 is the best price you're going to get. It's at DraftKings or BetMGM. So I think Caesars has minus 117 that right now. So, I mean, that's not bad either. But uh, anyways, look, the Colts defense, not great. The last two weeks, they have held the opposing quarterback 
to, you know, a very modest day. But I think that's only because one, well, one was PJ Walker. So there's that. And then two, Garner Minshew has been turning the ball over like crazy. I think he turned over four times himself last week. And then the week before, I think he threw like a thousand interceptions. So if that doesn't happen in this game, which I mean, it's a big if, but let's say he's cut it in half. I think that we're going to see longer fields and the Colts were giving up gigantic passing games earlier this season. On the other side, the Derek, Derek Carr has gone 300 plus twice in a row. I think it's because they don't really run the ball that well. I mean, they're not horrible at it, but they're not good either. So we got a game inside. I think the Colts, if they can get near the 20s, I think that we're going to have a competitive back and forth type of game. Derek Carr should go over 235 and a half pretty easy. I kind of like this game uh, in a lot of different avenues. Connor and I have talked about a few different pieces here. Uh, Carr's not someone I'm like super excited about, but I do love the matchup. I think like, you know, Juju Brents is an exciting young corner for the Colts that I think can help, you know, kind of stop the bleeding there. He's out. Um, it's They're going back to like some real back end, you know, backups. One of the guys they were using early the season as a starter, he's out for the year. So we're, we're on like the bottom end of a pretty bad to begin with secondary in Indy. In a game that like you know, Shane Steichen games have been going over. There's been a lot of you know plays in those games. Play volume is going to help Derek Carr, who needs all of it that he can get. So yeah, I like Olave uh, in this spots. Michael Thomas has played well, and what Elvin Kamara is doing from a passing game standpoint is like just comical. Uh, and part of that's Carr kind of sucking and just chucking down massively. But I mean, who cares? Whatever. Like you know, you, you get the yards. Yeah, get the yards right. So Connor, anything to add there? I know we like a lot of different avenues there. Yeah, I think, I mean, we played some Josh Downs overs at a pretty solid number. Uh, I mean, I think that this, I the more I dug into it, like the Saints secondary has been playing well, like like Marshawn Lattimore has been playing awesome on the outside, but their slot corner, Elante Taylor, has literally allowed the most receptions in the league out of the slot. Um, and they play a ton of man defense. Josh Downs played well against man. Like, so I think there's a lot of different ways that this goes well for the, for I think this game. Like the, the game uh script and you know like environment i think could be really strong i like that i considered putting it into my like middle section here where we talk about ladders or same game parlays because i think there's lots of different like pieces that you could pick off in this game that could uh put together a nice little nice little parlay for you uh all right i'm going to stay in my lane outside of like some defensive props uh i kind of like this niche into the the longest rush longest reception i've had some success uh, last week, you know, we, Christian Watson, he knew his role, 22 and a half. He got a 23-yard reception. We've had some success here uh, with some running backs, and we're going to go back to the well with Brees Hall. Uh, over 16 and a half, longest rush. I really like all things Hall-related this week, but uh, longest rush is my favorite way to go about it. This is uh, minus 122 on FanDuel, sponsor of the show. Shout out FanDuel. We appreciate it. Uh, MGM, minus 120. It's also on DraftKings at minus 125 as well. This has just kind of been like Hall taking over in this backfield. We've seen less and less Dalvin Cook, um, four straight games with his rush share dropping. You know, now we're coming off of just a bye. I feel like we just transitioned even more to, to Brees Hall. has been awesome. Uh, he has the fifth highest explosive run rate on the season. That works really well with the Giants, who have allowed the fifth highest rate of explosive runs, 15-plus on the season. They are also by far the worst team defensively in yards yards before contact um, per attempt. 2.16 yards before contact per attempt allowed. Again, like we've using this stat to kind of build 
and find guys this season. We used this against Denver for Brees Hall a couple weeks ago on the show. At the time, Denver was the like worse than Lee, like 1.8. Um, we've used that in the past for uh, Ken Walker. Now we're using it again here for Brees Hall. Now the Giants have uh, comfortably taken the lead uh, in this stat. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's lots of different ways I want to get access to Brees Hall. This is my favorite way to do so. Over 16 and a half on the longest rush. Connor, any thoughts here? No, I like it. It's the, the longest rush props have been an interesting angle. I think that they're kind of fun. They're a little bit unique. Like some of these, the props on these guys is just like super high. So, you know, you're, I think you're almost leaning into like the matchup a little bit because sometimes, I mean, if a team has like a 10 minute drive, which happens sometimes, or you throw like a pick six, like it just totally derails like, you know, some of these like high prop overs uh, because, you know, you can just get in trouble really quickly. So, yeah, I think that leaning into like the longest rush where, you know, literally all it takes is one. Uh, I think it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Last week in the same instance, I mean, Christian Watson, uh, comfortably under on his receiving yard prop yet went over for us in the longest rush. So yeah, kind of hedges it. Uh, Slop, what are your thoughts on uh, this matchup for Hall or any thoughts on the bat? Brees Hall is electric, so I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, and like, you know. You so tell immediately week one that it was like, yeah, this ain't going to go well for Dalvin Cook. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean no. Washed. Washed. Yeah. I mean, the Aaron, or, yeah, the Aaron Rodgers injury wasn't great for him. So I feel like that's probably the only reason why he was there. But uh, but then watching Brees Hall like run the ball like one time, you're like, oh, right, he's like he is like head and shoulders better. Yeah, yeah, 83 yard like breaker mm-hmm. in that game and, and limited snaps. Cool. So yeah, so like even if like you know um, in you know shout out cap wise mentioning here, Dalvin complaining yesterday he's not getting enough touches. That's okay. Like I, you know I can complain that I don't have enough money. Like it doesn't change. No one's gonna give me a bunch of money because I'm complaining about it. Even if it does, that's part of the beauty of this bet is that like that complaint is not taking Brees Hall out of the workload that he's going to get here this week. And he only needs to do it on the one carry. So yeah, he's going to hit a home run for us this week. Again, like the same thing. Like when you think about like you look at kind of how the giants where they get gashed when you're running these like man um, concepts to defensively, like that also can like lead to breakers. And that's really all we need here in this bet as well. So all right, Connor. Uh, sun creeps in here on this nice uh, Chicago. Look, it's like seventy-two degrees outside here in Chicago. Lovely, lovely, lovely uh, fall day. Um, this is the time to transition to some of the long shots. I feel good. It feels like Mother Nature is telling us that whatever's going to happen here, she's shining her light on this uh, play coming in from you. What do you got, buddy? <laughs> I think a more a more apt weather would be like pouring rain and like thunderstorms because I'm about to stab the drop a nuke uh, on Slops Day. So my hot take of the week is that the Browns and Seahawks score combined fewer than 30 points in this game. Um, And I'm playing that accordingly. So, I mean, I think look in this spot. Seahawks D since getting back Witherspoon, Jamal Adams, Tariq Woolen back. They have not allowed a single quarterback to average more than six yards per attempt. Now they get P.J. Walker. The Browns' defense is elite and plays great man defense. Geno's yards per attempt against man defense is literally the worst in the league. On top of that, their offensive line is still not healthy. So, look, it's going to be a dogfight. It's going to be tough. I think we're looking at a spot here, and I played this at BetMGM where you can bet – you can parlay alternate unders. So I parlayed uh, a bunch of different alternate unders. Um <laughs> And was able to get like 35 to one. Um, unfortunately, with the Pierre Strong slash Jerome Ford news that he might play, uh, that you know, it got taken off here. But I think a PJ Walker alternate under of like 174 combined with a Geno Smith under like 200 passing yards, 
uh, is like 10 to 1, something like that. And I think that's pretty solid, honestly. If you consider the game state, this game's going to be gross, slop. I know that I probably just ruined your day, and but we're here to make money. So I'm, I'm going with the opposite approach for our normal ones. What do you think? That's um well I mean it's a way to get it up there but uh yeah it that's a definitely like, no watch like you're not gonna watch that right right you don't even have to watch it that's the thing is you nah, put the you, parlay you in can't watch that you take an alternate on it you're like all right this is gonna be fun you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's just nothing happens <laughs> like at all yeah it's just a I don't tough, mind it though. I'll be bet. honest with you I told you before the show like I, it was tough to find bets because I like like a lot of games to not go on I have a lot of like shitty game in my notes you know what i mean just like just crossed off like nope crossed off game games done. yeah yeah so like, i'm not gonna look in there and then you start looking obviously because that's what you want to do and it's like yeah you come up with oh, this might be an alt under like oh <laughs> offensive <laughs> yeah that was the goal uh, yeah Carter, so, you can... <laughs> so uh do you have a lean in the game so i'm trying to find a way that we can get this a little bit more like spicy too because you can i can't get i can't yeah. find like a game yeah seattle a little bit okay so we but like can, money line i don't know see. if i want to lay three and a half you know what i mean like i mean i just don't think to either team moves the ball consistently they're gonna run to be like run run pass punt like that's what we're gonna yeah. see yeah yeah i have no plans to watch that game but there's nothing's gonna happen and Tyler Lockett, I don't think he's going to play either, right? Yeah, I don't know what the status is there, but yeah, didn't look good. Um, shout out to our friends, Fanatics. We did that a little bit last week. Some of these alts, uh, you can take uh, Browns team total under eighteen and a half, uh, parlayed with Seattle team total under eighteen and a half, is uh, plus two ninety. Okay, so it kind of puts you in the buckets that you're talking about. I can vibe with I mean, that. You know, so again, you're on the right side of the 17 key number wise for you to get there. So uh, that could be that could be a look for you. But yeah, not as fun as this. You know, this is typically the fun part of the show. We you know get off the board, get a little wild. We had a lot of like you know Miami, Philly last week. We're vibing. We're just throwing in different legs. Yeah. Uh, you know, so Connor throws a big wet blanket on it. Oh, it should have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wasn't great, honestly. That was kind of that was honestly a sad way to end my Sunday. It was feeling like a pretty solid Sunday, and it was mm-hmm. uh, it, it was kind of depressing, honestly. The Tyree kill drop, it's yes. like that was supposed to be. That gets in the end zone. The party keeps going. It's like this is this is great, and then he just dropped. You're just like, dude, no, you didn't just do that. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, I've been pretty neutral on like the whole brotherly shove, you know, tush push thing, but watching every single under go to dust because the dolphins literally couldn't stop it like four times in a row on the same drive. And they wasted literally the dolphins supposed to get the ball back with 11 minutes left. And then Sirianni's like, Oh, fuck it. Bring him back. You know, bring him back on the field. We'll do the brotherly shove our own 20. And then they literally drained off another eight minutes off the clock. They had one drive like the fourth quarter. I mean, it was just over. Like you're, ne- you're never going to be able to hit overs. If you never get the ball back. Yeah. Yep. No, yeah. That, that was brutal. I watched that whole game. That was just, uh, that was not fun to watch. Yeah, and like the Dolphins were playing particularly well, uh, but if they had more volume, I mean, I think that all a lot of our stuff could have still gotten there, but they were just, I mean, their defense sucks. I'm telling you, it hinged all on that drop. If he doesn't drop that, I think it was at the end of the third quarter, mm-hmm. he didn't drop that, he probably gets in the end zone. Now we, you know, it's a closer game. Now it's a party. And it's like, dude, that, that just took the wind out of everything. 
I mean, AJ Brown did his part. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of stuff that was pinching on both of them doing their stuff and the like Tyreek's over, you know, all almost all the, all the ladder legs with that catch. So yeah, that's that's really tough. Uh shout out to Sam in the chat. Sam, appreciate it. If you're watching, and a lot of you are, first of all, we appreciate that greatly. Take a second. All you gotta do is hit the thumbs up. Like we appreciate that a lot. Might as well subscribe while you're here too, so you don't miss a show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, appreciate that, Sam. Um Hi, Slop. Floor is yours. Uh, let's get a little crazy. Hopefully a little bit more fun than Connor's wet blanket. Uh, what are we <laughs> doing here? Same game parlays, uh, ladders. What do we got here that's uh, a little bit more fun than what Connor did? All right. I'm going to go ladder. I'm trying to think of which one I want. There, there's oh, there's two that are kind of ridiculous. How do you say the uh, the name of the Bears quarterback? Tyson what? Bajent. Bajent? All right. Yeah, he's okay. like – 250 plus. I got him at uh, oh, Fanduel <laughs> plus oh, 390. I'm trying to think. There's got to be a better number than that. I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> I don't have a screen for the alt, so it kind of takes me a second. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, what about our friends at Fanatics? What do they got for that? Because they they seem pretty. Uh, we're looking for Tyler. Are. What's his name? Bajent. We got some. <laughs> We got some recommendations in the chat. Secret yeah. Bajent Man, Teabag, Bilbo Bajent. Bilbo I'm Bajent. going Teabag. <laughs> These you are can't great. Beat teabag. Yeah, 250. Okay, you're looking for plus two. I need something plus 390. 425. 425. All right. 425. All right. Here's the thing that kid's not like that bad, right? <laughs> like, I'll start by saying that. He averaged like bad. two yards per attempt. Yeah, which is not good. Not good. But um, <laughs> but here's the thing. He might get game scripted into this. And we could get a catch and run. Because, for one, the Chargers yeah. should score all over these guys. The Bears have to be, like, partying. There's no way they're thinking about this. way. They just won a game. These guys, I mean, like, that, that takes a lot of pressure off them. They're going to get their asses kicked probably, most likely, right? So they show up in L.A. They get rolled. It's a primetime game. Justin Herbert gets going. They start scoring points, right? Well, what do the Bears have to lose at this point? This kid, 250, not that much, especially against the defense that they shouldn't be able to run on, probably game scripted out of running on. And when you look at the Chargers, no team has given up more passing yards to the quarterback this season. But what makes this really impressive, they've only played six games. Like everybody else has like seven, like most teams. So like – they're doing it at a level that nobody's doing it, like giving up pass yards. So if this is a time for T-Bag to get his 250, I plus what, 425? Like that's not that crazy. That's all I'm saying. It's not that ridiculous. What do you think? I don't hate it. I, I mean, I know t- uh, Connor's going to come in and play, the, you know, the straight-up binary under. Um, I imagine I can see that that's like that's a Connor Allen special for sure. We've mm-hmm. been doing this for a long time. Takes, I know yeah, Connor. Takes like the lowest number you can take under. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly though, like the matchup isn't good enough. I like to take low unders against like at least reasonable defenses. And the Chargers have been kind of playing like shit, so um, I don't think I could do yeah. it. But yeah, I mean, if you believe in Tyson Bajent being reasonable, I mean, I'll say this. He certainly executed whatever Luke Getze wanted better than Justin Fields ever has. Like in one game, he's done it better. Um, but it's not that they didn't bad. really need him to do a whole lot. 
So I just don't think he's good. Like I don't think that, but like I don't know. I am kind of biased because I mean, he's got the ink. I was like, like it's like <laughs> I mean, if you've ever heard him talk, you're like okay, like I'll play with this guy. You, you see him rap so, too. He can spit some like, bars. Carry over. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. he's like Drew Locke, but like with an arm. <laughs> so, I mean, anytime you have a chance to bet on alt overs on a kid named Teabag from Division Two, yes. I mean, so you got to do that. You got to do it. Prime time. Right? In prime yeah. time. Just saying. <laughs> Paulson coming in with the stats. Chargers allowing 310 passing yards per game. I think that would hit the over on Bajan's prop, right? If, if you know, right, so I'm not very good at math, but I think it would. I like where your head's at. How yeah. about gotta love Paulson bringing in the stats that everyone used we back only, in 1998? So. We only <laughs> have oh. oh, Paulson. Now I know why I said that about you, Noonan. Yeah, Noonan's well, a right. dick, dude. Who's 75? <laughs> Plus, plus 700 at Dando. I bet you that's higher at Fanatics. I bet you Fanatics gives us a 300 number on this kid. No, they did. I uh, I, I backed out I mean, of it. Um, be an absolute psychopath to take that, but yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a tough one. But I've done um, dumber things than that. Yeah, not, not a bad <laughs> look. <laughs> that's a 100%. <laughs> I actually really like Paulson. I would never tell him that, but uh, you know, I like Paulson. I just like that he has such thin skin, so it's easy to just kind of like just push, just push the button. I, I was always like that too. Once I once I knew you were thin skin, I kind of push a little bit to see, yeah, see yeah. if you break. <laughs> no, I don't Classic. see it, bro. I just see two seventy five plus plus eight hundred. That's not that crazy. Again, like we're gonna need a long catch and run, maybe two to get there, but. I think they get rolled and they're just going to let the kid go. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, whatever that means, but 250 in today's NFL is not 250 when we were kids. You know what I mean? Like, this is that's a number that you can just get now. Like, anybody can do that. Yeah. Like, I mean, if, if a guy named Tyson Bajan can do it, literally anyone can do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, going to be, you need catch and runs for sure. So, yeah. So, Slop, yeah. have you ever, have you heard of, uh, if you were to points betting, you know what that is? Uh, yeah. Refresh my memory, though. That's like, the it, ultimate, it, like putting your, you know, your junk on the table there, because that is so. For so, say the over under is like two oh five or whatever it is. For every yard over that, you win whatever you bet. So if you bet ten bucks, if he ends up with like two hundred twenty passing yards, you win fifteen times your stake. But for every yard under two oh five, you lose whatever you bet. So if he ends up with like 100, 100 passing yards, you'd lose whatever, like 105 times 10. That would ruin <laughs> me. Guy gets hurt and you're just so dumb. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, like, I have lost my ass on points betting. I've also won a lot of money, but I've also lost my ass. And now they limited me to like a couple bucks. So it's not quite as yeah. fun. But Is that on points bet? Yep. It's on, it's on it? points yeah. bet. It's yeah. not, they don't post it for players until like closer to the game because they don't want to get cooked. But um, it's like kind of like, like options yeah. for sports betting. So yeah, that sounds really honestly, like. man, that sounds miserable. Yeah, like, <laughs> man, like you're watching that game and the guy gets hurt, you're just like, dude, I'm in financial ruin now. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you know I you enjoy get... go ahead. I I enjoy doing it with uh, quarterback rushing overs, like so because the line is lower. You, you know, okay. we take, you get like a you know a quarterback over 16 and a half rushing yards or something like that. Like if you a guy has blow up potential. So like you're less likely to lose your ass in a big big way, 
right? Because the, the actual prop is not that high. When you get yeah. into like the spot yeah. where like just the range of outcomes on a quarterback, like like yeah. passing yards over is that's nuts. what I was thinking. I yeah. was like, there's no chance I would be able to survive in that kind of what you want is you want to get like the third or fourth receiver on like the primetime game is yes. numbers like eight and a half. Correct. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, well, I can only lose you know, whatever, eight and a half. Right. So like, that's fine. But I mean, the ceiling is kind of there. <clears throat> Daniel Jones rushing forever lives in my hall of fame. It was like 22 and he had 80. No, it might have. It was the commanders. It was a commanders, it was game, commanders right? game. Yeah. You remember that night? He's I remember that night. For his life, he's gone. Oh. He just <laughs> eats it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People falling down is always funny though. I mean, I still laugh. <laughs> about that. Always funny. As long as they're okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't, I'm not talking about like an injury happened, but like just yeah. falling down is that's oh, falling is always funny, always, yeah. every time. Uh, all right, I'm going to stay again. Like we found, you know, Fanatics has the some of the best numbers. We're trying to find some ways that we can uh, gain some access to some ladders, and you know, we don't have a game like we had last week, obviously, but I do have some interest in the Rams Dallas game, and I do think the Alphas can eat in this spot for sure. Uh, you know, last week we had a little bit of. We thought it was a great spot for Cooper Cup. Ended up being a Puka Nakua game. Uh, I think you see a little bit of bounce back. I think, you know, Stafford, Cooper Cup go. They have breakfast. They talk about it. And, you know, with some of the injuries in Dallas, I think there's a little bit more of a path here for uh, for Cooper Cup to work. Like, Deron Bland's a really good slot corner, but with the injury to Diggs, he has to move outside. So that makes – that puts Jordan Lewis in the slot. Not nearly as good. Big loss, I think, for Dallas. Um, so I think you're going to see Cooper Cup eat here. And we've had some pretty uneven games for Dallas this season. So I think it's impacted, I think, the perception, or at least the start of the season that we've had for, you know, some of the stuff with you know, C.D. Lamb and even, you know, uh, Tony Pollard has kind of underperformed. Lamb looked really good last game out, primary, primarily working out of the slot. Slot is a bad spot here for the Rams defense too. So not even going real crazy, just kind of hitting their normal props for the most part. You can grab C.D. Lamb. Six or more receptions, 80 or more yards. So that's a little bit higher than his receiving yard prop, but I think he can do that here. You add Cooper Cup for eight or more receptions, 110 or more yards, which he had done comfortably in the two games prior to last week. Um, with just those four legs, you can add a little bit. Um, that's eight to one. You can add Puka on there for 50 yards. That adds it to 10 to one. If you want to add some like low bar numbers for the quarterbacks here to get involved or to do something, I think you can you know boost this out to – 15, 20, but just Lamb 6 and 80, Cup 8 and 110, 8 to 1 on Fanatics in a game where I think both of those receivers have a nice day. So, uh, Connor, any thoughts on that matchup? I've been kind of like unsure about this game, honestly, because I see the potential, you know, but I also see that I don't really trust the Cowboys offense. And then the Rams offense, I think, is. A little bit more flimsy than you know i think especially in a matchup where they're going to get a lot of pressure and you know their running game probably doesn't get going so i don't know i think that if you want to play it i think there's definitely some upside so it's probably the way you're approaching it is probably the right way to do it but i'm i'm kind of staying away from most of the binary props in this one to be honest yeah not a stamp of approval there slop any thoughts on uh on that matchup I like CeeDee Lamb. I think he's kind of undervalued at the moment just because of how the season started but last game it it's the CD Lamb show. Like they they kind of force fed him a little bit. So he's definitely somebody to keep on your radar. All, all you need to have that that's one that uh do it do it live. Oh, because all you need to happen is like just maybe one team goes out ahead of the other and you can you can eat with cup 
or Lamb, depending on which team is going to be stuck throwing yeah. the ball. But I mean, yeah, that's not. It, I was looking at that game too, and I'm scared. I was more scared of the defense for one of the teams. Just all you need is one defense to show up, and now you know you're shit. But like I said, you, you start watching that live, you get one team out ahead. Now you're all set. Yeah, I'm still you, not ready for. Path. Not ready for the Rams defense to be doom. I still think they've overperformed based off mm-hmm. of you know talent and some of those I, metrics are not great. I, I thought they were going to be one of the worst like units in the league. Like seriously, like I thought they were going to be like very, very bad. Like you could just go nuts with Stafford over. It's just because that defense sucks so bad that like they're going to throw the whole day, but they haven't been. So it's like, all right, so what's happening? Why? We just have had like the the Cowboys have been in nothing that's been normal until that Chargers game. Like they've had blowouts. They've been on the wrong side of some blowouts. Like it's been such a weird, uneven game. They just haven't been in any like neutral game settings where they have to kind of just play their normal offense uh, you know, game that's contested in the fourth quarter. So, yeah, I think we're going to get a little bit of a discount on Lamb, and I want to buy back on, you know, uh, Cooper Cup falling on his face for the first time, you know, like three, four years. So, all right, Connor, back to you. Third prop here. Uh, what do you got for us? Yeah, we're going to wrap up this week's show for me with an over, you know, got to get slapped back in yeah. my good graces here. <laughs> I'm going to go with Travis Etienne. Over 63 and a half rushing yards. This is at FanDuel, Builder, DK, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so ETN's seen pretty massive workloads this season, averaging 18 carries per game. Um, hasn't seen a ton of production on the ground, but I think a lot of that has to do with the matchups. The Saints, Colts, Falcons, Chiefs, all you know, good or above average in run defense so far. Um, he absolutely shredded Buffalo uh, a couple weeks ago for 136 rushing yards and Houston for 88. Uh, and those are probably two of the worst run defenses he's played relatively. And then now he draws the Steelers, who... Are, have been among the worst without Cam Hayward, who is off IR, but it's not activated. So I don't think he's going to play this week. Uh, and he makes a big deal here. He's one of their best run stoppers. So far, allowing 4.65 yards per carry to opposing running backs. Steelers allowed 60-plus rushing yards to six different running backs already. Includes 150 yards to CMC, 106 to Jerome Ford, 81 to Damian Pierce, 66 to Royce Freeman, 64 to Nick Chubb, 62 to Josh Jacobs, and 61 to Daryl Henderson. Um, I think his favorites here, we're probably going to see a heavy dose of uh Travis Etienne I think he's gonna have success I think that there could be if he breaks a long one you know alter very much in range here so I think regardless I think the with the big workload that the median line's a pretty good look but with uh you know a couple of explosive plays here he could be cooking for some alts too I like him as the longest rush option 14 and a half um that's that will probably be something that I play uh, like that spot for for sure. Just you know, all the reasons you lined up there. Uh, Slop any uh, thoughts on Etienne here in the spot? It wasn't long ago we were saying we didn't know if that team if he was good or if Jacksonville couldn't run the ball. It might have been me that said that. So there's that too. <laughs> but well, somebody said that on the show. But no, he he's looked good. Like he looks like electric. So it feels weird to target a running back against the Steelers. Just I mean, for years they weren't someone you would do that with but yeah i mean it's probably time yeah it's a good look connor i like it quite a bit uh, all right slot back to you what's uh number three for you this week i'd go chris alave over his receiving number depending on where you can get it I, i'm saying like 80 plus plus 200 at DraftKings. it looks like it's down to plus 195 now so there's that but Look, I mean, I, this kid just got locked up. He's out. That's just a definite. Like, you heard Carr today talking about how what a great guy he is, all that. Carr already force feeds him. He's had, like, I think 10-plus targets, like five of the seven games. 
I think this does go back and forth. Uh, your cornerback situation, Noonan, is another reason that maybe we like this. All, all that has to happen is the just to have a back and forth game or the Saints to trail the whole time. That would be perfect. But yeah, I mean, he's, guy's fresh out of jail. Dude. He's ready to play some football. Even though he probably wasn't <laughs> in jail for very long, he probably just signed something and left. But whatever. Yeah, yeah, seventy and a forty or something like that. That's not that bad. Yeah, I, that was kind of a weird Late thing. Right? It's like, so what did he do again? And I'm, I'm reading. I was like, wait, he was just going seventy and thirty-five. Like, if you were doing seventy down my street right now, I'd probably kill you. But like, I mean, it's not that crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you think about it, like they take you to jail for that. It's kind of, it's kind of wild. Yeah, it's like that's... a new rule, right? There's like if you're going over 30 over the speed limit, not new, but like a couple like a year or two ago, uh, a couple of years ago, maybe that they could like arrest you for like yeah. reckless driving. See what Caps Wise said in the chat, which with wider series you play with car and he wasn't going as fast as that one kid from what was it? Who was that from Alabama? Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs yeah. yeah, that was yeah. like ridiculous. Oh but my I mean, god, yeah, that was nuts. That's a, yeah, that's a problem. Carr might be having with his receivers. This one got out though, so there's that. So things are looking up. Do you see Carr yelling at him uh, last week? Yeah, and then he caught a ball after though, so it's kind of like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, all right, so he's not like mad, mad. It's like, all right, he, he is still gonna throw it on. It's definitely a car problem. He's gonna get that figured out for sure. Uh, yeah, car yeah. Like I said, <laughs> yeah. See, here we uh, go. Try the veto. We'll be here we're all week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't forget to tip your waitresses. Yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, it's, you know, you gave out car, you gave out, uh, you know, you already gave out uh, Olave. Like, I know it moved a little bit. Like, you can get some pretty good numbers on, I don't know if you can get juicy four and a half still on Kamara receptions. Some of the Josh Down stuff is interesting. I know Connor played that officially before the show for us. Like, that's a, that's a really good play. Uh, so there's there's some some same game parlay action that you could build just because I think the play volume in that game is uh, a little bit higher than you would think. So even if you know binary, just the players themselves aren't great. I think kind of the high tide raises all ships kind of environment that we could see there. So all right, before we jump into the like official, like I'm gonna give some tackles, like some defensive stuff. I'm gonna give a, an official tackle play here on the show. Now I don't bet a lot of tackle unders. Um, Part of it is I, I'm kind of like slop. I like to cheer for it. I like sweating some good overs, I like going on alphas overperforming. And even when I kind of make projections, I lean a little bit under in terms of like play volume. Um, you know, again, not like irresponsibly under, uh, but I would love to see if you can, you know, if you're under where my median number is and you're still popping as an over where I think there could be some play volume upside in the play, but I feel even better about playing. And that's kind of how I build out my uh, projections and models for tackling. But when I have a under that just jumps off the page, we have to take advantage of it. And we have one here. Um, this is on uh, MGM, minus 105. You can get this on Bet365, Barstool, Caesars, DraftKings, anywhere you're betting tackles. Uh, Zadarius Smith, under three and a half tackles and assists. Uh, defensive end for Cleveland here. So this is a wild reaction to last week's game. Heading into last week's game, Zadarius Smith had one solo tackle on the season. Um, he had four tackles last week, so he did top this number last week, but he hadn't topped two tackles in any other game this season. He has more zero game tackles than games with three or more. So we need him to get four again this week. We're basically getting even odds. Like I think bet three, six, five is like plus plus one fifteen, plus plus one ten on this, which is wild. 
Um, so like great, great price. We're not even like laying a ton of juice on something like this. On the season, Zadarius Smith averages one tackle and assists per 23 snaps played. Plays about 65, 70% of the snaps, which is where I have him here. That's going to be 40, 45 snaps in this game. So he's basically going to need to move that 23 snap number down to like nine to top this number. It's not happening. Um, I haven't projected for 1.78 tackles and assists. So I think this is playable down to like two and a half at plus money. If you have the stomach for that, again, really low you know, outcome here. There's more you know variance in like defensive ends getting tackles. It's not something that I typically you really spend a lot of time in. They're not guys that I focus on. But like when you have a projection here, that's just like, I shared it with Connor. I'm like, like, here's the hit rate. Here's like the EV on it. Like this is like bright green buy. Uh, so we're going to play it under a low under three and a half. But again, uh, you know, almost plus money here on Zedaria Smith. So uh, go for that one. Like it quite a bit. And uh, yeah, the like I said, I haven't played many. I think like four or five tackle unders on the season. And we are perfect on those two. So we kind of just wait and choose our spots. This is a good one if you can get it. So I always try to kick this to you guys. And you guys don't have any really. Uh, takes or anything to add because you're not grinding Zedarius Smith uh, tackle numbers. So, no, it uh, seems like a mistake. Um, draft like teams went mistake. down to two and a half, like under that. Yeah, plus money still? No. Okay. Oh. Two and a half right. over is plus money. Hmm. Well, they so move fast. It's not three and a half, but over there. So that's good. Yeah. It's a bad, bad, bad line. So, uh, all right. Uh, Connor, you get it? Yeah, mm, I did, but now it's locked. Um, at least it's not like unlocking for me. I'm trying to get more, but you know, yeah, that is what it is. <laughs> uh, let's see, a couple other so tackles we played a few, and there's one that's still out there. We played Cam Byron, uh, Minnesota sa- uh, safety, who I don't know, we played him last week at six and a half, and he got nine. He's had like eight or more in all but one game of season, been absolutely crushing. They opened him at five and a half. He's still at six and a half. I think at like minus one fifteen, still playable. You know, again, we played five and a half this morning. Now it's moved basically a whole number, and then you know all the juice through. But I mean, I have him for like eight and a half. It's a really good spot for assists in Green Bay. You know, he's been really good. Pretty easy, normal matchup. Uh, so like, I think like fifty one and a half percent of the snaps, or he plays in that game, or plays in Green Bay this season, have been granted an assist, which is significantly higher than the league average. It's in line with what we saw last year in a full season in Green Bay. So good spot for assist. Minnesota numbers across the board are kind of off. So uh, that's a that's a look. So uh, and then still you could play Jamal Adams. Still a bad number. We bet that last night too. That's still I think viable depending on what you have. I haven't looked. So uh, anything else you guys want to share? I have some. Then I have some sacks. I want to I want to share some sacks. Oh, I some sacks. Okay. Yeah, just roll right into the sl- the roll right into the sacks. Why not? So look, shout out! I forget. I should have looked. I forget who it was last week. We killed the sacks. We, we talked about playing uh, commanders and giants sacks. I listed like six guys. Shout out to a listener. He parlayed all of them and hit like a, like a massive parlay. <laughs> they all hit. Like it was a great awesome. great spot. So wow. I played a bunch of them. I did not parlay them. Uh, awesome. Shout out to him. There's some really good sack spots on the board this week. Most of them aren't out yet, so we have to wait and see. Um, it's a great spot for Jalen Carter, um, Philadelphia internal defensive lineman. Again, he ends Hassan Reddick, who Hassan Reddick is posted um, over 0.75 sacks. They play the Commanders. Just again, that that's the place that you start your sack research with. Uh, you know, Sam Howell's taking 40 sacks. 
you know, a pressure to sack rate that's almost 34%, insane number. Uh, Jalen Carter will be a great play if we can get him on the board. Also a good spot for the Jets. Um, either Quinn Williams, my preferred would probably be John Franklin Myers if we can get his number. They play the Giants, really good spot. Giants are taking a ton of sacks. The offensive line is completely beat up. Tyrod took a bunch last week as well. Um, so yeah, like some of those great spot with, uh, Micah Parsons Rams offensive line is beat up. They're going to be, you know, playing backups on the, uh, I think the tackle positions here, I think Joe no boom's coming back in here. So Micah Parsons probably eats Khalil Mack revenge game against the bears. Uh, again, like, so maybe Tyson Beijing gets the ball out real quick again, but Khalil Mack's been awesome. And the Bears are also dealing with injuries. Braxton Jones might be back, but I don't know if that's happening. And if it is, probably limited sacks. But, uh, you know, their other Darnell Wright, their rookie, is out. Uh, he hurt his arm last week. So maybe maybe backup tackles for the, for the Bears here against Khalil Mack. That's not a good place to be. But here's the play. I can't push it as an official play for our subscribers because right now I only see it on DraftKings. Um, so I'm going to – you know, again, it can't be an official, but I want to share with our our people here because just it's a good one. This is not a, a household name like some of the other names that we see here, um, but this is a again plus one sixty on DraftKings. I'm going to give you some of the information here first. Um, this gentleman, according to PFF, ranks third in the league in pass. I'm going to say it slowly because this one gets me pass rush win rate. Um, he's third. He's ahead of, and this tells you what's a good metric. Um, these are the guys a little bit behind him. They're all in the top 12. Aiden Hutchinson, Chase Young, Max Crosby, Micah Parsons, Nick Bosa, Josh Allen, Aaron Donald. Um, they're all behind this guy. Um, six pressures last week against Tampa Bay. Uh, now going against the worst offensive line in the league in Tennessee. Um, and then what? They're going to give us two quarterbacks. Both of them love to take sacks. Malik Willis played 12 snaps against Baltimore a couple weeks ago. He took four sacks. Like that's an insane thing to happen. Um, the only thing that Will loves more, loves more than Mayo is taking sacks. He took a sack on 30 and a half percent of his pressures last season at Kentucky. That is more than any other quarterback in this class. So Will Levis also loves getting sacked. David Onyemata interior defensive lineman for the Falcons over a quarter of a sack. So again, another spot where we just need him to get a half a sack plus 160 on DraftKings for David Onyemata. He has been awesome this season. He has, I think three sacks in the year. Again, like you said, great week last week, six pressures and a sack against Tampa Bay. Love the spot for him. Again, he doesn't have to do much. We just need a quarter of a sack for Onyemata. And again, on DraftKings, I, I can't find that that's anywhere else right now. So I, it's hard for me to push it when it's just one out for, our subscribers want to share here on the show. We've had some success. We'd love to share some more sacks in our Discord if we can get him this week. But uh, yeah, that's a, a great look. Again, plus 160. I think this is in play if we were like minus 110. So Anyamata over a quarter sack. David Anyamata. Yep. They would only let me do $22 and then I accepted Same. it. And then they took it off the board. They're on to you, Ryan. Yeah. It'll wow. be back. It'll be back. Yeah. Oh, he's on builder. He's on prop. That he's on builder. That's what we got. Over half plus two hundred. That's kind of mm -hmm. tough because he needs a full one, then, right? Needs a like full a, one. Yeah. I don't know how how common are are half versus full sacks. Like, have you looked into scorekeeping with that or what? That's a great question. I have not. I've not tracked scorekeeping on sacks. Um, yeah, but that's a 
that's a good look. That's something to look into. But yeah, I mean, because you know, you'll see, you know, a couple guys. You know, there's some other ways to go about it too, right? You can go Bud Dupree. This is a revenge game for Bud Dupree against his Titans. Bud Dupree sucks. Um, played pretty well last week, but again, he needs to do the same thing. He's plus 175. Calais Campbell plus 140. Like, again, we're picking on the offensive line. We're picking on these quarterbacks that hold the ball and take sacks. Um, Anyamata has the best metrics in terms of his ability to get pressure. He's the best player in terms of like you know, Falcons that are going to be rushing the quarterback. Um, and those are the only three that they have posted on DraftKings. Or now it's down to the, the other two. But uh, Onyemata is the best player there of the bunch. So that would be my preferred way to go about it. What, what would you play Onyemata to? We got a question in the chat here. Plus 140 in a few spots. Would you play like what, plus 120, something like oh, that? Oh, yeah, I, I would definitely take that. Yeah, plus okay. 140 for sure. Yeah, we're still at a quarter sack. Absolutely. Also, Builder still has Zedarius Smith at minus 140 on the under three and a half. So uh, I'm, I'm ripping that a little bit more too. Yep. Seems like a good look. Good luck. Yeah, so there's waiting on some of these. You know, I like the Hassan Reddick number or this Hassan Reddick play. Um, we're still waiting on some of the other. Oh, we are uh, we are gonna we're gonna fire here. Both Quinton Williams and John Franklin Myers for the Jets have posted. John Franklin Myers plus one sixty over a quarter of a sack um, against the Giants. That will be something I am playing. Um, you can also do Quentin Williams over a quarter sack plus one Oh five. Um, yeah. DraftKings, uh, still on the board, not letting me get down much of anything, but, uh, yeah, it's like 20 bucks. This is like yeah. some bullshit DraftKings, What the fuck? You're a publicly traded company. I mean, this is ridiculous. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Don't I'm post just trying to get down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, At $26. Like, yeah. Don't post in this economy. $25. I mean, are you, you can't be bucks. serious. That, that can't even buy you anything. A hundred bucks. For real. I don't, I don't understand. Like, what are they afraid of? Like I literally, I'm a guy who drives a minivan. Like they're, they're afraid <laughs> to take money from a guy who drives a minivan. That's pathetic. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, you, so you just sprinkle, you know, we, if we can get $25 a pop, Jermaine Johnson, John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams. Let's just kind of, Plus money, splash the board a little bit on Jets, you know, getting home here against the Giants, who are absolutely depleted up front. Yeah. They just. Yeah. They're waiting. Gangsters. Drew, their business models prey on people who are losing. That's absolutely correct. Yeah, no, that's uh, Their their CEO has gone on record multiple times, basically saying that they don't want winners. So if you're limited, I guess, congrats. You're You're a winner. There was also a really good podcast about it. Uh, it was like maybe one of the old points bet traders. Shout out to our you know friends at points bet. Uh, it was he like went and talked. I think it was maybe the circles off pod, and he talked for like thirty minutes about how they find they're able to identify people they're going to limit within like a, like a week of them going through their promo bets, like how they use their promo bets, things like that. So if you're interested in uh, yeah shipper, if you're interested in uh, learning more about that, I thought it was a pretty insightful podcast. I, I mean, most of my accounts are cooked at this point, so there's nothing really I could do. So. You know, got to get creative, but uh, yeah, figure it out. That's the thing. Like, what, I get what people... podcast was that? It was a circles off one. I think they said Shipper. That was his guy's name. He was like some I don't know Australian okay. dude or something. Like that. It was, no, I'll look uh, it up. Yeah, he seemed to have a lot of knowledge. Uh, it was yeah, it was a really good podcast. Um, I don't know. It was interesting. It was like it was it was pretty crazy though because it was like if you use your promo funds optimally, um, you like basically were for sure getting limited. Like that was like, they said there was like a 90% chance you're getting limited. So now I'm like, oh, well shit. Cause everyone in the chat's been like, how do I use the promo funds? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, well you should, you know, depending on your risk aversion level, you should be putting in this much on like, you know, all this stuff, like trying to optimally work it through with them. 
and realized we were just setting them up for failure. So, and based on what you bet and closing line value, you said there's like, you're just like cooked. Your account's cooked in like uh, a week. Yeah, I know CLV will get you like bad, yeah. like really oh, yeah. bad. So if you're always beating. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Paulson. Uh, yeah, you know, that's a section where I talk a lot. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I'm the host we of the show. You know, yeah. Like yeah, that's, in his defense, that's like his segment. Like, like neither one of me and Connor, like, we don't even know the guys that he's saying to bet. We're like, who's he play for? You know what I mean? Like, every time he says a name. You could have asked me if I wanted Anyamata on my sandwich, and I might have said yes. Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> I will say yes. Guess who comes messaging me all the time asking, like, you know, what he should play this tackle play up to all, on his prize pick slips? Yeah. This guy who's in the chat talking lots of shit today is always messaging me. I like um, having Paulson in the chat. This is a good, uh, you know, good little vibe change here, you know, just <laughs> had, a, had a little bit of extra free time this afternoon to just blow up the chat. Yeah, I love it. Just a little bit of extra free time. The guy's always struggling for free time. Yeah. <laughs> What's free time? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Ask Paulson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah i mean like people crap on points bet and they're like yeah you can't talk about points bet. I, I can't get anything down on mgm it's like well like DraftKings is widely accepted we all love draft like DraftKings. sometimes you can't get peanuts down either so like yep. they're not it just depends on you know how fast your account got cooked on one place and the other and you know some of them are you know they're all bad for the most part so Shout out to the sponsors of this show, FanDuel. Like, they'll let me – like, if I put in 200, then they'll be like, hey, 155, but, like, whatever. Like, that's cool. Like, BetMGM, dude, you put in 100. I just did a show this morning. Like, you put in 100, like, live show, $10. It was, like, $9.16. It's like, like, re like it's $100. It's not it's not a lot of money. I never bet a lot of money. 100 bucks, $9.16. <laughs> DraftKings yeah. is the same way, too. FanDuel, Caesars are the GOAT. They just move no, pretty no quickly. No win, bro. Well, well, you guys don't get win, do you? Yeah. I mean, no. that's like that's like using like Windows 98, man. I mean, that, that platform. No, dude, they don't up. limit, though. Oh, that's good. They, 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 I've seen uh, Alex uh, from Odd Jam. Like, like, he'll throw out tickets, $3,500 on it. Like, the, the kid's limited literally on every single book on the planet. Like, he could bet $3,500. Like, how are you doing this? He might be single-handedly bankrupting them because I don't know a single other person using Win outside of you to you two. So. Well, I mean, you have to be in Massachusetts or uh, I. Well, I don't know the other state. They have to have a physical presence in order to in in your state. So that's the only way you can use them. I think yeah, MG, that's an MGM, Illinois law King of too. sports books. Yeah, uh, the King of very sports funny. Books. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah, the commercials are kind of funny. I'll, I'll give them. Yeah, that. No, I like Jamie Fox. <laughs> Isn't he the guy? One of them. Yeah. yeah, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. They got a, like a nice lion on there. It's like, you know. Yeah. Like know. Kevin Garnett. Vince Vaughn was in a commercial with the Mannings. Right? Yeah. No, they had good commercials. Yeah. <laughs> True story. In Colorado, I think it's cutting down. Brutal. <laughs> I, you know, I'm an East Coaster slop. You know, I'm from, you know, the uh, Seacoast, uh, New Hampshire. It's a little north of Boston. I was moving out here to Illinois, Chicago Burbs for school. Uh, this is back in like the late 90s. I'm a little older. And uh, my sister at the time. Was working again. She's working at this again. This dates the conversation. She's working at Skytel, uh, selling pagers oh. business to business. Okay, <laughs> what's the um, pager? Okay, Skytel, yeah. Skytel, pager company. Mm -hmm. Uh, this woman who was a sales rep with her was like, Hey, my son uh, just moved to California to pursue his acting career. 
your brother can stay with me when he goes to school instead of having to like commute from my sister's house, which was an, almost an hour away. Um, they had just built this new house. Come walk through it. You could see you get some room. Um, and you know, her, uh, her son Vinny had just moved to California. Is Vince Vaughn's mom? Whoa! It, it was. Are you hooked it, up it was like Vince mom? No, I'm just <laughs> it was like your sister is um, banging Vince Vaughn. I mean, that's like, whoa! <laughs> so do you know him? Like he's Swingers, kind of one of my favorites. Like that Swingers guy had awesome. just come out. Swingers yeah. had just come out. He had just wow. moved to California to do the, the movie. Um, I did not end up moving uh, in with her, but it was interesting at the time. I'm walking through like his room. He just left. To, like so, he just moved out of the house that they had just built. He had a room, like is all his stuff. It's like you can stay in here because like Vinny just moved to to California, and uh, yeah, Vince, my Vince Vaughn, uh, six degrees of separation. Vince Vaughn story. Who wasn't Vince Vaughn at the time? Uh, so I wasn't even like, oh, I know, I know who Vince Vaughn is. Do, do you regret not moving in? I mean, I, I still got the story. I think yeah, I think I, my life would have been very different. I think if I'd have moved in yeah. at some point, like Vince comes home, you would have been. In, they would have made swingers too, and you would have been in it, probably. Probably. Somewhere in the background. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We wouldn't even be having this conversation, most likely. So, I'm very thankful you did That's not. That's true. How about that? That's a valid point. Yeah. So, looks like Paul's going to play. Vince Vaughn. He actually met Vince Vaughn. So, there's that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Shocked that Paulson, uh, in his spare time, found uh, time to meet Vince Vaughn. Table interviews, That's pretty the cool. wedding crasher. Okay. Cool. Well, with the wedding crashers cast. What is too. table so interviews? I don't know. So what does that mean? I don't know. He did you table know, interviews. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm just a. I don't know. I want. I'm I not want in to tune with the you know the scene. Oh, so pretty on place to be cleared here. So it looks like we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have Brock Purdy here, which is interesting. Probably what well, we moved down to three and a half. Uh, Connor, you got to feel pretty good. You took a nice little chunk at minus three on San Francisco there. So, uh, Brock Star coming back in. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. There's, um, <clears throat> yeah, there's no props out right now. So, makes sense. I'm, I'm going to take a CMC over, most likely. CMC, you know, longest rush. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is an absolute nut spot. So, um, and he's been seeing all the usage, so I think we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna take some of that overs, and then we'll see how what the rest of the props come into. All right, love it. Uh, Paulson talks so much, we don't have any time for any other questions in the chat. So you know, we're already we're already over our allotted time. But uh, you know, uh, anything else? Slot for uh, the folks before they go and let them know where they could find you and what they need to do over at Odds Jam. Odds Jam, best pricing tools in the world. Two weeks free, 14 days. Yep, promo code SLOP. Go get it right now. If you don't know how to use the tools, go to my YouTube channel. I'm doing live, like I get demos literally every day of the week at SLOP Rules on YouTube. Hurry up. Love it. Uh, Connor, anything else for the people? Looks like we're going to have some CMC stuff coming. Um, people want to be in the Discord. You want to get these plays. Uh, what else you got for anyone? Brighter, brighter news. I got paid $13.34 from X uh, for my engagements. So sweet, sweet engagements. Paying for some some road trip snacks. I had to, my second to last wedding of the year right after this. Um, we're almost there. We've almost made it. <laughs> um, probably going to pop another prop here in the Discord. Just found one that I really liked that, that uh, came out. So, yeah, it's a good week to get rich, boys. And as our subscribers know, Friday evenings, Fridays after prop drop, 
is tackle time. This is when like everything starts to get pushed out from the books. You know, it's we've had like I think four official plays, five official plays. We'll probably end up close to a dozen this week. I imagine with 16 games at least. So uh, 444.com slash plans. It's already discounted. Use the promo code prop drop. Another 25% off. Get in there. Takes you to, you know, again, you'll get all of our NBA stuff, everything we do. If you want to read Paulson's work, if you didn't get enough of him today, you can get all of Paulson's work as well. Um, again, 444.com slash plans, promo code prop drop. Uh, to get you the betting sum, get you all those plays. So we appreciate you hanging out with us. Don't forget to hit subscribe and like on the way out uh, and go over to Odds Jam, check out what Slop has going on. Find them on Twitter at Slop Rules. So for Connor and Slop, I'm Ryan. We'll see you all next time. Thanks for hanging, everybody.